0: Welcome to a special episode of our Rainmaker Multiplier On Demand series brought to you by Clarity to Prosperity. For more information on the Rainmaker Multiplier process and a list of all podcasts in this series, visit claritytoprosperity.com. Thank you everybody for being here today. I'm super excited. I've had my coffee. So I'm super excited to be here on the first Thursday of September to kick off Life Insurance Awareness Month. We've got two especially knowledgeable baristas with us. Mr. Walter Young, the author of The Fifth Option, one of our fan favorites here at C2P, and then our brand new vice president of life insurance sales, Sam Doerr. Now Sam comes to us with 13 years of experience. She's also ran her own agency. So we're extremely lucky and blessed to have both of these baristas with us here today. So welcome everybody. Welcome Sam, welcome Walter. Good morning. Yeah. Good morning, guys. (laughs) Well, it is Life Insurance Awareness Month. And if anybody who's worked with me knows, I like a little bit of fat. Did you know that 44% of households will face a financial hardship within six months if a wage earner died unexpectedly? 36% of Americans plan to purchase life insurance this year and have not. Four out of 10 insured Americans wish they would have bought life insurance earlier and less than one in three Americans say that they're very knowledgeable about life insurance. I feel those statistics are really powerful because life insurance is something people think about, but they don't follow through with. They'll buy insurance on their cell phone because heaven forbid their iPhone goes in the toilet, they wanna get a new one. They buy pet insurance because they're scared of what something happens to my pet and we can't take care of them. And they'll even insure that trip to Hawaii just to make sure if something happens, they can still go to Hawaii later. So my first question for our guest baristas, what is the common objection we're hearing today on why not now? What's holding people up from buying insurance, life insurance today? Walter, you want to kick it off?
1: Sure. I think I'll go back to an old saying that I once heard when I started in this business, which is if life insurance was free, we'd all have it. And so a lot of times the biggest thing is, is, is budget or just understanding how it fits into a financial plan And I think people also just really are underinformed as to the many different ways life insurance can be used. For most of us, it's viewed as an expense, but as you get more advanced with it, you realize it really becomes an asset. And so I think that's the transition that we're on with our clients to help them understand that journey.
0: So the biggest objection is probably understanding and, hey, I don't want anyone to get rich off my death. Sam, from your experience, what has been the biggest objection? that you've heard on why not now for buying life insurance? And it's not really buying it. It's more of a conversation. But what have you heard in your experience?
2: I would also probably say a lack of education and understanding. Also, probably a lack of motivation. I think that you gave a statistic earlier, like 36% of people plan to buy life insurance. I would probably, I'm I'm, not an actual number, but I would probably say like 80 to 90% of those people that plan to buy life insurance probably won't. So I think that it's our job to guide them through that. They may plan to, and they should. So I think that that's probably just an activity, really.
0: Okay. So Walter and Sam, I know we talked about this last week, but I'd love to have have you give me your David Letterman top five, top five reasons on why clients should purchase life insurance. So Sam, I'm going to kick it off to you. I want to share your brilliant mind being our new subject matter expert here at C2P. I could probably
2: come up with a list of a hundred reasons. I think obviously the main reason is death benefit. For me, people, the main thing that people purchase life insurance for is to protect their loved ones after they die. Death benefit is the biggest part of that. I think another main reason would be like asset or mortgage protection or preservation. That's a huge reason. You know, we're, as we're living, you know, most concerned about what we have or how much we have, how much we're going to leave, what happens if X, Y, and Z, we're full of anxiety. So, the peace of mind that a death benefit itself gives us is is huge another part is the living benefits for me you know i'm not necessarily so worried that i'm going to die really young just based on you know modern medicine i'm more worried about i'm going to live so long and something will happen along the way and i'm not going to be able to afford it that's a huge a huge reason for me taxes of course planning for children's futures college planning all of those are huge reasons for me
0: Fantastic, Sam. I know, Walter, you've also got some great ads to Sam's top five. Why aren't people protecting their own human capital? Since we protect our cell phones, our animals, our cars, why aren't we protecting? And what are your top five reasons why they should protect their own human
1: capital? Yeah, I may do a a quick spin on what Sam. I think Sam's parts were very, very practical as to why people buy life insurance. But let me introduce like maybe another kind of angle to this. And I'm kind of working on this new analogy. So if it works for you, let me know and just send a nickel to your favorite charity. So I think in, in retirement, there's three rates that we're always solving for. And, and one of them is very obvious. The other two aren't. The three rates in retirement we solve for, the first one is rate of return, right? We're always concerned about what rate of return our assets are going to get. And oddly enough, that is the one rate that we have the least amount of control over. The second rate is the weight of, a rate of withdrawal that we will eventually get when we retire. And this becomes a little more esoteric when people don't understand what that really means. And so we default to the three or 4% rule, which is that withdrawal rate that people understand that they can take out of a retirement plan. But actually, if we do some planning ahead of time, we can actually push that rate of withdrawal up to something like maybe six, seven, 8% if we begin to use the annuity world. And what's interesting about life insurance is the death benefit can be used as a way to protect a living spouse so that we can choose a higher or the highest withdrawal rate possible, kind of like a pension maximization strategy. The third rate that is important is the rate of enjoyment, which is really saying of the asset base that I have, how much enjoyment can I derive from my life savings? And if I don't do planning ahead of time, I may be stuck in the rate of return world. But as I begin to understand how life insurance can be combined with assets or annuities, I begin to understand I have control over the rate of withdrawal and eventually will control over my rate of enjoyment. And so life insurance is paramount to making that journey happen.
0: I love that. And Eric also loves the term asset preservation. So it's such a powerful way to position life insurance because it is a conversation. And as we're heading into that conversation and helping our clients plan for not only retirement, but the what ifs. There's an evolution of life insurance. And I think Walter, when you and I were talking about life insurance, this is something that you brought up. Can you share a little bit more about the evolution of life insurance? Because it's really not my grandma's life insurance. It's not just a $5,000 burial policy anymore.
1: Yeah, I think life insurance is interesting in that it changes its function throughout life. It kind of mirrors kind of a life journey. So when we're young, life insurance really is about protecting our asset or or protecting our income, right? It really is the proverbial, if you got hit by a UPS truck, uh, you know, how much would you sue UPS for, right? And, And we know that people would sue UPS for a lot more money than they actually insure themselves, right? So that's really human economic life value is what we're solving for at that point. But as we begin to move through our journey of life, it becomes more less about protecting the income as we acquire assets and now becoming the ability to provide for a retirement income. And so as we begin to move through our career stages, life insurance changes its function to being a store of value. We have a cash value we can utilize. And, and as we get into retirement, then it becomes about protecting our assets. It's a way that we can spend down our assets more aggressively knowing that we won't disinherit the first, the surviving spouse, but more likely if we both live a long time, it's a way to know that we don't disinherit our children. And so one of the nice things about life insurance in the end is that it frees us from having to have that kind of teeter-totter talk with ourselves as to every dollar that I want to use is a dollar that I don't get to leave to my children. And so the death benefit really allows us to be free from that, that conflict and say, I can spend every last dollar that I have knowing that I will still leave a legacy that I planned in the end.
0: That's fantastic. And Sam, with your experience running an agency, can you share some of your insights with the clientele you worked with as well? So when running through the evolution of life insurance, how did you approach your prospects on that conversation? Because it's important because it's conversation. It's not a sale. No one wants to talk about A to Z when it comes to life insurance. They just want to be protected.
2: Absolutely. I think that I try to gauge first the client's level of understanding about life insurance and maybe try to weed out any objections that I might face later down the line. So if they have you know the stigma in their head of life insurance or they think that life insurance may not pay out or you know whatever it is, I would probably try to overcome that objection first, knock it out of the way before they even give it to me and really just try to explain the fundamentals to them if they don't have an understanding already. And if they do, you know, just kind of asking questions to see where they almost lead me, you know, so kind of just finding out if they would be more inclined to, you know, an accumulation type of vehicle, or they really need the death benefit. I kind of just uncovering their individual needs and not talking about product until I'm, you know, absolutely certain that this is, that's the route I want to go down. The the entire conversation prior though, I'm just fact finding, figuring out what's going to, you know, make the most sense for them. Okay,
0: so how do I know, Walter or Sam, how, how do I know how much life insurance that I need? How do, we, how do we tweak that for our clients? Because when I first started in this industry, I sold life insurance door to door. I always heard weird stories about how much they thought they needed and where they thought they should buy, what they shouldn't buy, and it was all a hoax, whatever objection that they have. How do we determine the need for life insurance for our clients? Walter, you want to kick that one out?
1: I'll take that one. I'm sure. So let's first remember that we can never get rich on life insurance, right? So life insurance is only going to ensure the amount of, of income that you are projected to earn over a lifetime. What it does is just brings forward that life's earnings to today. And so a lot of, there's a lot of rules of thumb, you know, 10 years and, and you know, whatever rules of thumb of income that's out there. But to realize is that if I were to have a windfall today of some millions of dollars of life insurance, remember I can't I have to take a small percentage of that out each year so that it can last the 30 or 40 years that my my partner's income was supposed to be coming in for and so there I think there's a misnomer that if we had this giant windfall that my wife's going to be rich or my husband doesn't have to work anymore but the reality is all they're getting is just all the income they would have gotten in the first place they're just getting it sooner
0: so oh. Sam, in your experience, I know that you and I talked about that you actually had a sheet that you work with clients on to figure out that number. Do you want to maybe share a little bit about your experience and getting to the nitty gritty as well?
2: Absolutely. So it depends on the state and each state I've found, or most states, I have not tested all 50. Do do have a, a calculator you can find online where you can kind of plug in different things and figure out exactly, you know, how much income replacement they would need, how much they would need to cover their debts and, you know all of those numbers and each person is completely different. And I have found that most people have a number in their head of where they would feel comfortable. Life insurance wise, there's like a a target number for them. And a lot of times it's, that's far too underinsured for me. Most I've never, I always tell clients, this is, this is kind of where I lead them. There's not really such thing as being overinsured in my opinion, there's, you can definitely spend too much money on life insurance, but you can't be overinsured. I've never had a client come to me and say that you know, their loved one passed away and they wish that there was less death benefit or they didn't need the entire payout. There isn't such thing as having too much of a death benefit. We can always use it. So it's definitely better to overestimate, you know, how much coverage we need and whatever the number that they feel comfortable is with. We're going over that. We need more coverage than that because there's unexpected things every single time someone passes away.
1: Absolutely. Kirsten, a couple of things that people forget about is, you know, they're thinking about the income that they're replacing, but they sometimes forget that that person's income also is a component of the future retirement savings that that household was expecting. And so if we only think about our bills, like how much do I need to pay my bills, you can easily shortchange the, the forgetting the fact that there was a 401k contribution that's gone, or there might be money going to a 529 plan that's gone. And so it's not just a matter of being able to keep a roof over our head we really want to make sure that we're going to continue the lifestyle that you expected from that person's earnings.
0: Absolutely. When we are when we're marching down the road of life, our life changes, we have different savings, we have different things that we accomplish. But our ultimate goal is to be on the beach at retirement or doing whatever you want to do and getting there happily and safely. Now, Jason just asked a great question. And Jason, thank you so much for being on, that a bucket plan, thank you. Sam, where is the calculator that is state specific? Where is that located? How can we help our advisors find that? I don't think it's like a .gov type
2: of web there that doesn't really exist. It's kind of just a calculator for each on Google. There's just different calculators that people have created. It's not an official site by any means.
0: Okay. Well, it's good to have the resources Absolutely. because as we do, like we're, as Walter was talking about, like life changes and it's not just about replacing income. It's for retirement. It's for the dreams that we have. And anybody in the audience today, if you have an experience that you've had with life insurance that you want to share, I know a lot of times as advisors, we put the life insurance in place. We don't always get to see them get into retirement, leveraging it or have to deliver a check. So if you've got any stories you want to share, Walter, you've been doing this a long time actually a couple of years. You're young. I get that. But You wrote the book, The Fifth Option. Tell us a little bit more about that story and why it's important. Built on the foundation of the award-winning bucket plan process, Clarity to Prosperity's proven processes, training, and coaching can help you increase your revenue. If you are a growth minded, independent financial advisor, you qualify for a free copy of the bucket plan book, Go to to ClarityToProsperity.com forward slash offer to get your free book today. That's ClarityToProsperity.com forward slash offer.
1: The idea behind the fifth option is to help people understand how to navigate the modern retirement environment. We know that pensions are gone. We know that all the safety nets that once were in place generations past are now either gone or in shaky grounds. And so the idea is to challenge the conventional norm, which is the safe withdrawal rate, where I spend, I save a lot of money and then I take out three or 4% for the rest of my life. And the idea behind the fifth option is that most people will be shocked to understand that if they save a million dollars, which is already a big number, that their projected income might be somewhere between 30 and $40,000 a year. which for most Americans is far below what they might've been living on before retirement. And so what they realize is that it's gonna be very challenging to get to the a level of income that they want to have in retirement. Typically, they're given four choices, which I call the four frustrating options, which is simply this. You can save more money. You can take more risk to get better returns in the market. You can work longer, or you can just live on less. And when I ask clients which one of these is their favorites, you can imagine they stare at me wondering, you know, well, there's got to be a different way, which luckily there's a fifth option. And the fifth option is the ability to combine actuarial science and investments together in a lot of the same fashion that we used to get in the old pensions. And so, and to some degree, kind of what's old is new is happening again, even in the world of finance, where when we combine life insurance and assets, combine life insurance as a potential volatility buffer, we're able to liberate that 3 to 4% withdrawal rate and push it closer to 6 7 or 8% withdrawal rate, which means a lot more safe income for our clients using the same asset base. And that's the principles behind the book
0: very cool and you can leverage that through different types of life insurance correct
1: yeah usually that's a permanent policy that we want to have right that, that we leverage up that's okay. correct
0: sam any thoughts on that i know that you do a lot you've done a lot i want to show, showcase your talent because at the end of this i want everyone to dial your number blow up your phone and get quotes Yes, I would love that as
2: well. I'm very excited to to get to talk to everybody and to get to start helping with as many cases as you throw at me. But I did just want to touch. I did, Walter, receive your book on Saturday. I'm very excited to start reading it. I just received it as well. Looked through it. It looks amazing. But I definitely would love to open up the floor for questions if that's okay. If, if anybody has questions.
3: Sam, I just wanted to make a quick comment. Eric, I can't believe you typed that in. I was typing to Thank type you. that in. Yeah. Lifehappens.org. Did I beat you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's really big in the MDRT, you know, community. They've they've been represented there for a number of years, but it's the only nonprofit organization in the industry that's just solely, you know, focused on educating consumers. And they have a great so. I love the third party, you know, validation and unbiased, you know, calculator to be able to utilize and pull up with your clients to do the calculation of how much, you know, they should have.
0: Yeah. Life.iHappens.org is phenomenal. That's actually where I got my stats that I started this coffee break with because it's astounding on how many people have not bought life insurance and they do a great job of telling that story. And Sam, I interrupted you. You had something you wanted to add as well, I think.
2: Oh no, it's I was just going to say I I completely agree with Jason. I think that it's really important to show the client the calculator as well. I think that's where a lot of a lot of my sales have come from is actually just plugging in the numbers with them with the calculator because they they start throwing more at you. They start thinking about other things that you're not thinking about and it becomes kind of like a team effort to get to this, you know, magic number and then they're realizing wow, I'm really underinsured, but they're the ones, you know, really interacting with it. And I think it's a really powerful tool to use for most sales.
0: It is great. And I'm going to share a little story since I think that people are being shy this morning. Maybe I've had more coffee than everybody else. I <laughs> lost a friend a few years ago to cancer. She was a school teacher and she was diagnosed with an, a very aggressive form of breast cancer. She beat it down three times and on the fourth time is what took her home. The fortunate thing and the unfortunate thing is that she lost her life, but she had the fortitude before all of this to buy life insurance to protect her husband, their future retirement, and their kids who are entering college at the time that she lost her battle. So it's a very important conversation to have with our clients when they're insurable, when it's early and often, because you never know when something's gonna happen. So Walter, do you have any stories or Sam, Jason, any stories yeah, I would time? love
3: to share one. And actually, most everybody here has written or read the uh, the bucket plan book. And you probably picked this up in the book. But, you know, telling the story of Jerry and Irene, you know, they had come to me just a year or so before Jerry was planning on retiring and then had, you know, this sudden death happen, you know, a tragic, you know, unexpected death of Jerry. And I was able to place a life insurance policy when we did the planning process. And the thing was, he had enough money to retire. He had accumulated enough assets for him and Irene, you know, to, you know, to live the rest of their life the way they were accustomed to and never worry about money. But they had taken out mortgages on their home. And they, to put the kids through college. And so they had a big amount of mortgage debt and Irene was stressed out about it, even though they had plenty of money to pay the mortgage and live the rest of their life. She couldn't get over, you know, that idea of the fact that they had this big mortgage on the house. So we put a life insurance policy in place and the peace of mind that that gave her. And, it, you know, if you remember in reading the book and opening up, when she came around that table and gave me that big bear hug, it was after I showed her that she could pay off the mortgage and I wrote all her bucket plan, you know, balances and now soon and later bucket and I gave her peace of mind that the mortgage will be completely paid off. The life insurance is in place and the mortgage will be completely paid off. You will not have that debt anymore or for the rest of your life. And it was so powerful for the peace of mind that it gave her. It's what inspired me to write the book.
0: If you haven't revisited the bucket plan by Jason, it is in the top 10 for USA Today. Revisit it. And that is such a powerful story. Jason, thank you for sharing that. It gives me goosebumps because knowing that advisors like yourself and those who joined C2P make a difference like i might cry because i lost my friend but she didn't work with someone with c2p but they had the fortitude to protect her family without knowing that something was going to happen so thank you for sharing that every day we get an opportunity to make a difference in our clients lives whether it's their retirement plan life insurance getting that bear hug after something tragic happens jason you gave a peace of mind and you brought some love into her life by giving her that after a great loss. So thank you for sharing that. First, um, I
3: I, I want to add one other thing and and a lot of people know this about me, but you know, many years ago when I was 29, I was diagnosed with a heart condition that made me uninsurable. And the crazy thing is is I'm an in, I'm the son of an insurance man, and I had no life insurance in place. And the thing is is now these days I try to you know passionately convince young people to get a convertible term life insurance policy in place so no matter who you're talking to if you think at some point in the future there's going to be a need for a bit, for a permanent policy or a conversion just try to get them to get a term policy that can be converted in the future Lock in that insurability, because I can tell you from my own experience, it was extremely stressful for a number of years, knowing that I didn't have the life insurance in place to take care of my wife and my daughter, Jordan. And then fortunately, through C2P and group benefits and everything else. I was able to obtain life insurance through guaranteed insurability through the years, but I'm an anomaly. Most people are not going to be afforded that opportunity. And so lock in insurability to the kids of your clients, right? Especially your high net worth clients and make it convertible. And in the future, when they have the affordability to pay for permanent, you know, you're going to have that policy in place and locked in insurability.
0: That is wow. That's powerful. I mean, my parents bought a term policy on as a writer, as a child, and I converted it when I was 18. So I had the power of insurability. I also am not going through the health challenges that you had been diagnosed with. So thank you, because that's so powerful. It's having that conversation and it's bringing it up and helping them understand the power of insurability, the power of what life insurance can do for not only when they're young with kids and mortgages but the power of insurability when they're in their retirement years slowing down and as we're wrapping up Walter I had one question for you if how would what would be your best insights observations and feedback you would give to c2p advisors on how to approach this conversation
1: well, I think one you got to approach it with the with the same passion that Jason just did, right? I mean, people understand when it comes from the heart that it's not you know you're not pushing a product that you are really you know you you really are preaching protection. You're it's, you know Don Blanton once told me you know life insurance is the greatest gift of love, and so I think you know it has to come from that place of heart. I think also that life insurance just has so many dimensions to it that we need to understand that, you know, just get your your toe in the water, which is get a term insurance policy, and then watch all the things it can do as your life begins to advance and open up and become the full life that we expect it to be. And then also understand that it it can morph into a planning tool that's gonna help you achieve your retirement dreams as much as it is to protect your family in the early years. And so it's really one of the only tools that can kind of morph like that throughout your life. And for me, you know, life insurance is every month, but I'm excited that September, it's, it has a special place.
0: Thank you. I love that. I love how you've always, you've said it in our one-on-one, the evolution of life insurance is not just the change in products, but the evolution of their journey throughout or our journey throughout life. And since we do have the great Sam Dor a part of our team now, Sam, can you share with everyone here? How do we get in touch with you? If I have a case or one of our advisors have a case and they want to get your insights and observations, how do we get in touch with you?
2: You can call call me and I will. we can put the phone number down below or send it out in an email and I'll give you the phone number too. It's 440-374-3311 extension 327. I did have to write it down. I apologize. And then my email is S like Sam, door, D-O-E-R-R at C2P enterprises.com.
0: And if somebody wants information on a case, what information do you need from them in order to best help you serve their client?
2: As much information as you can give me. So any information about health is super important. As much as you can give me, I need to know if they're taking any medications or if they've had any, you know, recent diagnoses or any diagnoses at all. And then I also would love to know if you'd like, you know, more of an accumulation vehicle or more of a death benefit solve or, you know, what you're thinking or just the client's story itself. If you're completely unsure of what you're looking for, reach out and we can kind of walk through, I'll ask you some questions and figure out what we can build for the client.
0: Working with Sam is easy as picking up the phone, shooting her an email. She is a subject matter expert. And as I'm wrapping this up today, I'm going to, I'm going to challenge you with a couple of things. One, if you haven't revisited the bucket plan book recently, do so. Read that story, understand the passion that Jason has for life insurance, pick up the fifth option, read Walter's book. It is phenomenal. And my third challenge for you, I challenge you to have this conversation at least once today, tomorrow, and the rest of this month. Talk about life insurance. Protect your clients. Thank you for joining us today. And whatever you do today, make it a great day.
1: The Rainmaker Multiplier On Demand series is brought to you by Clarity to Prosperity, a financial training, coaching, and IP development organization led by financial advisors, coaches, and business leaders committed to taking a holistic approach to advising. To learn more about our organization and upcoming training opportunities for financial professionals, visit ClarityToProsperity.com.
0: At the time of delivery and any subsequent publishing, information was deemed reliable but is subject to change by the time of listening. The contents of this piece include the opinions and projections of C2P, are subject to change, and are for informational purposes only. The information provided in this presentation is not intended to be individual investment, tax, or legal advice.